Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. C-O-L-T-H-T-E, the Colgate Chapin Sport Newsreel. Bill Stern, the Colgate Chapin Man is on the air. Bill Stern, the Colgate Chapin Man, the story's red. Take his advice and you'll look keen, you'll get a shave that's smooth and clean. You'll be a Colgate Bartlett fan. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, this is Bill Stern with a 342nd edition of the Colgate Chapin Sport Newsreel. Featuring strange and fantastic stories, some that are legends, others mere hearsay, but all we'd like to pass them along to you. Our special guest tonight is one of the most famous movie stars in Hollywood, Miss Lucille Ball. But before I introduce Lucille Ball in person, let's begin with Real One. A member of baseball's all-star team for four years, this hot corner man is one of the best third basemen in the National League. He is Stan Hack of the Chicago Cubs. And Stan Hack starts out today shaving with Colgate Breakfast, for he recently wrote me, Dear Bill, it's a real pleasure to put in a plug for Colgate Brushless Shave Cream. I've got a sensitive skin, and my face really used to complain after a shave. But not anymore, though. I find Colgate Brushless is one no-brush cream that's a comfort to a skin like mine. That's why, Bill, Colgate Brushless is big leaf stuff with me. Signed, Stan Hag. Because so many sports stars use it, Colgate Brushless is called the Shave Cream of Champions. If you'll notice, practically all of the stars who pay tribute to Colgate Brushless own up to having wiry whiskers and sensitive skin. Now, if you're in that class, then it's Colgate Brushless Shave Cream for you. You're going to rub this light, fluffy cream for the way it softens your stubborn whiskers so your razor can cut close and clean without snagging or pulling. Yeah, and you're going to love the way Colgate Brushless stays moist and active, the way it doesn't dry out. Again, you'll be glad it's light and fluffy, not gooey or greasy, and you'll like the speedy way it rinses off your razor. Look. If you've been promising to try Colgate Brushless Shave Cream, get yourself a jumbo jar. That's the nine-ounce economy size and get it tonight. And if you're not 100% satisfied with the results, just send the top of the cart to me. Bill Stern, Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey. And I'll see that you get double your money back. Now, could anything be fairer? Real 2. Profile of great athletes who are not famous as athletes. This is a story that's told to me of great athletes who became far greater in other fields. But, but let's begin the story. Years ago, there was a ball player playing professional baseball who wanted to be a great pitcher. And he might have been a great pitcher if, if he hadn't broken his arm. But because he did break his arm, he had to learn to use his other arm. And when he began using his other arm, he found that with his other arm, he could draw. He could draw beautifully, something he never would have known, but his drawings are famous, for he is, believe it or not, Bob Ripley. But now let me tell you the story of one of England's greatest cricket players. He, too, was reputedly a fine athlete. That is, he was a fine athlete until one day he was badly injured in a cricket game. His kidney was smashed. One of his lungs was punctured. He almost bled to death. In fact, he was so badly injured that he was forced to stay in bed for 12 years. During those 12 years in bed to pass the time away, 
he began to try to write. And he was so successful with his writings that he made over one million dollars. For this man, who never would have become a writer but for an athletic accident, is today one of the most famous authors in the world. You know him as H.G. Wells. Strange, isn't it, that athletic accidents should make famous writers out of H.G. Wells and Bob Ripley? But even stranger is the story of Charles Dotson. Charles Dotson loved to race. He loved to race sailing boats. And one day, Charles Dotson had a group of children in his racing boat. When a storm suddenly blew up, the children reputedly became frightened of the storm. And to calm them down, Charles Dotson began to tell these children stories. Stories that he was making up on the spur of the moment. The children forgot their fears as they listened to these stories. However, when he was back on shore, Charles Dotson remembered these stories that he'd made up for those children. And because they'd liked them so much, he decided to put these stories down on paper. He wrote under the name of Lewis Carroll. And those stories that he invented in his racing boat that day to calm the children were destined to become the most famous children's stories ever written. You know those stories as Alice in Wonderland. But up to now, these have been stories of athletes who became writers. Now let me tell you the story is told to me of a writer who became an athlete. For this is the story of a writer who didn't want to go on writing, but wanted to race automobiles. And finally, this writer gave up writing and bought a racing car. One day in this car, this driver was doing better than 90 miles an hour. When suddenly the car hit an oil patch, the front wheels began to skid, the brakes wouldn't hold, the car was out of control. Definitely the driver tried to hang on, and he crashed into a concrete wall. driver of that car was lucky, very lucky to be alive, for that smash-up was so bad that even though the newsreel cameramen had taken full pictures of it, those newsreels could not be shown in any theaters. But even though those newsreels couldn't be shown in the theaters, one newsreel executive did look at these films, and while he was horrified at these pictures of the smash-up, nevertheless, from what he saw on the screen, according to the story, he was so impressed with the face of that auto driver that he ordered that this driver be given a screen test, and... As a result of that screen test, this racing driver was offered a Hollywood movie contract. For you see, that driver was a girl who, thanks to those newsreel pictures of a racing accident, is today one of Hollywood's most famous stars. You know her as Lucille Ball. And here she is in person, Metro-Golden-Mayer's great star, Miss Lucille Ball. Thank you, Bill. I'll tell you something else about the automobile accident I was in. They told me I'd never walk again. And you not only walk perfectly, Lucille, but you're quite a sports enthusiast, too. Well, I like to play tennis. Go on, Lucille. What else? Oh, I like badminton and horseback riding. Any other sports? Yes, I like to swim and ride an aquaplane. I hear, Lucille, that you are quite a fisherman, too. Hey, look, as your guest, I thought it was my right to ask you questions. You're right, it is. Go ahead, Lucille. Well, is it true that Bob Ripley started his believe-it-or-not drawings because he couldn't play baseball? Yes, that is absolutely true. And how about Alice in Wonderland being written only because its author had some children out in a boat race? Well, now, that's a very hard story to check, Lucille, but as near as we could find out, that is the legend of how those stories began. Are you through with your questions now? Yes, sir. All right, then, Lucille, here's some questions for you to answer. What's your latest picture? Well, it's called Easy to Wed. And I think I enjoyed making it more than any picture I've ever made, Bill. Well, now, why is that, Lucille? Well, because it's a comedy and because I worked with Van Johnson, hubba, 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 <laughs> and Keenan Wynn and Esther Williams, my favorite co-workers. Oh, yes, and because it's in Technicolor. I understand that your Shakespearean scene with Van Johnson is the highlight and easy to wed. 
Well, I don't know. Now, wait a minute, Lucille. If you're too modest to talk about yourself, I'm going to have to do it for you. You, Lucille Ball, have been decorated four separate times for your work, the work that you've done in entertaining our boys throughout the war. And I would like to read the inscription on the back of one of your medals. It says, To Lucille Ball, who gave her time with unselfish devotion in the entertainment of our troops. Unquote. Bill, I would just like to add that I know that that job is far from over. There are many boys still in hospitals, many vets looking for homes. Let's not forget them or their problems. I'm not going to forget, and I I hope America won't. Good night, Bill, and thank you. No wonder you've been honored. Thanks so much. Good luck and good night, Lucille Ball. Real free, Charles F. McCarthy. What's Colgate Brush the Shave Cream God that so many champs saluted? Oh, brother has got plenty. Try it for your next shave. Wash your face, spread it on, shave it off. Yeah, it's that fast with Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions. It's really amazing how this light, fluffy cream takes the fight out of barbed wire whiskers. How it teams up with your razor for a no-pull, no-snag performance. And how refreshed it leaves your face. No sting or smart. And here's the sweet payoff. A quick rinse and Colgate Brushless washes clean off your face and razor. Reasons enough for you to try Colgate Brushless, the shave cream of champions. Get yourself a jumbo jar tonight. And now, back to Bill Stern. Real four. Profile of the 24th of May. Today is the 24th of May, and this is a lesson that began many years ago on another May the 24th. For according to this story, back in 1915, during the First World War, on the 24th of May, three men... Jack Jobs, Felix Powell, and Ivor Novello sat in the famous, famous Wimbledon Tennis Stadium in England watching the English tennis champions. These three men had never met before, and yet on this day, these three, drawn together by a tennis match, found themselves seated side by side, and as they began to talk, they discovered that each one of these three were songwriters. Soon the talk naturally drifted from tennis to song. Each vowed that he could write a better war song than any of the others. And finally a bet was made of 1,000 pounds. The three were to meet one year later at the same tennis tournament, and whoever had written a bet war song in the meantime would win that money. Jack Judge was the first of these three to have his war song published. It soon became famous. It's, it's a long way to Tipperary. It's a long way to go. It's a long way to Tipperary caught on at once. It became the greatest marching song of the English Army. Troops marched off the war singing that song. However, Jack Judge, who wrote this marching song, could never march himself. You see, Jack Judge was a cripple. The next of that trio at that tennis match to write a war song was Felix Powell, for it was he who wrote, Pack up your troubles in your old kit bag and smile, smile, smile. Pack up your troubles was a big hit. All over England, men, women, and children began to sing it. It made that whole nation want to smile. It made England smile and forget its troubles. And yet its composer Felix Powell couldn't smile, even though his song had taught a nation how. For when Felix Powell composed this song to make a nation happy, he himself was so depressed that he took his own life. The last of these three who'd made that bet while watching a tennis match, Ivor Novello, finally had his song published, too. And it became a big hit. For it was he who wrote England's great war song entitled, Keep the home fire burning while your heart's yearning. Keep the home fire burning, kept those fires burning brighter in every Englishman's heart during those tragic days of the last world war. And yet it's ironic. Ironically, one of those strange twists of fate, 
that Ivan Avellow, who did right, keep the home fires burning during the last war, had his own home burned down, burned completely down to the ground in this war. Of the three songs, Keep the Home Fires Burning, written by Ivan Avellow, became the most popular during the last war. So popular that its composer, Ivan Novello, was sent to the United States in 1917 to tour our American army camps and entertain our boys. For America in 1917 had also gone into this war. And so, Ivan Avello traveled from army camp to army camp, singing his famous song, Keep the Home Fires Burning, until one day this Englishman arrived at Camp Upton in New York State. Here, he met an American soldier who had written a war song. But as the American soldier put it very bitterly, my song is a failure. Nobody sings it. Nobody wants to hear it. Mr. Novella, you're a composer, a great one. Your song, Keep the Home Fires Burning, will live forever. Will you look at my song and tell me what's wrong with it? Why is it a failure? Ivor Novella took the song the American soldier had written, looked at it, and listened to it. And then, according to the story, Ivor Novella said a strange thing. You tell me this song of yours is a failure. I tell you it's the greatest war song I've ever heard. Someday this whole nation will be singing your song. Believe me, it's a great number. That happened 28 years ago, but it's all come true. That song that American soldier wrote during the First World War became America's most famous song in this last war. But a soldier who wrote it was Irving Berlin, and the song was God Bless America. God bless America. Mark for tonight. Next Friday night, we'll be back same time, same stations, with another edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Next Friday evening, we'll be broadcasting from the city of Chicago as we'll be going west, where our guest will be the famous orchestra leader, Mr. Jimmy Dorothy. So be sure and be with us at our usual time next Friday night when we broadcast from Chicago and present as our very special guest, the one and only Jimmy Dorsey. See you then. And until then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the News of the Day newsreel at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now, until next Friday night at this very same time, this is Bill Stern for Colgate Shave Cream wishing you all a good, good night. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man, is on his way. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man, had lots to say. He tore to tail the sports heroes, the insects hope he really knows. So listen in next Friday night. C-O-L-G-A-T-E. Miss Lucille Ball appeared on this program tonight, courtesy of Metro Golden Mayor Pictures. The Bill Stern Show tonight came to you from New York City. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.